Hello everybody, this is David Heavy Reverb. Nice to have you guys along for another edition of this podcast. Today we are looking at profiling the profiler, profiling the Kemper over and over again until it sounds a bit broken. And also I've got some transition packs, guitar transition packs for you podcasters, video editors uh, to enjoy. So here we go. This is the episode. Hello, hello everybody. Welcome to another podcast. Um... Happy New Year. Merry New Year. I hope you guys have had a good time off, a good break. For some of you guys, you've probably been really, really busy. But for others, you've just enjoyed a lot of food and now you kind of get back into it. You got your New Year's resolutions and hopefully you guys stick to them. Because most of my friends, or I as well, am guilty of this, of uh, making a New Year's resolution. And by 3rd of January, it's all gone out the window. So, yeah, let's not do that this year. Anyways, today we're looking at reprofiling the profiler, profiling it over and over again until it sounds a bit broken. Now, I happen to uh, have two profilers in my possession. I've got one of my own, and then another one I was transferring some profiles uh, that we did in the studio for this uh, producer friend of mine. He had loads of amps he was uh, uh, selling and getting rid of and closing down the studio to open up, you know... kind of rebuild the studio so I was getting rid of everything and uh, we kind of went down used a 57 Arroyo some nice preamps like Navy preamps and then like some API EQs and profiled some of uh, my amps and some of his amps so what I'm doing today is I'm taking one of my own profiles of the AC15 mic'd with a Royer 101 and a 57 going through like a Pacifica and a Phoenix preamp yeah, so that's what we did. Uh, so I took that first profile, which sounds like this. So pretty clean on the AC-15. If I go really hard, it kind of starts breaking up a bit. So that was our kind of like foundational um, profile for this experiment. So what I did was... I profiled that one, and I'm going to go through all the profiles I did, and it sounds, uh, the the findings are pretty interesting. So this is the first profile of the amp, well, using, oh, wow, it, it gets really confusing unless uh, you've got a bit of a visual. So what I did was I loaded up the profile on one uh, Kemper and then reprofiled it with the other one and kept on doing that until... Uh, it all kind of fell apart towards the end. So I'll go through these really quick. So uh, this is the first profile. So already it's starting to... Starting to overdrive a tiny bit. This is the second right here. So already here we're going into a bit more... Bit more overdrivey tones. Number three. So these are dry, no effects, uh, no compressors, pretty much nothing on, uh, no effects or stomps or none of my pedals. Just going straight in. Mm-hmm. 
number six. Sound to overdrive quite a bit. Number seven. And this is where it starts like really distorting. Number eight. Number nine. I'm going through this really quick. So it's starting to get really overdriven. Now we're on halfway through, we're on number 10. So that's uh, that's quite nice. I mean, if you stick it to the bridge breaker. Sounds quite good. So uh, I'm using the shore. I'm on the middle position. So I'm using the two hamburgers on the shore. Number 11. So it starts uh, getting really compressed and distorted at this point. All really good tones. It's starting to hiss a bit, if you can hear it. All good tones, but uh, it's nothing like the profile we started with. Thirteen. To get a bit, um, well, almost unusable. So it's starting to get a bit, a bit too much. I find it's good for like no, lower stuff, but when you start. Playing more than one note at a time. Number 14. So it's starting to get really saturated. Number 15. Number 16. And at this point, it gets really hissy. And I feel like I need to shout, but I'm wearing headphones, but so it doesn't make sense. But it gets really, really noisy and really overdriven and really compressed. And this is what you get. So this way it gets uh, quite a bit much. Number 17. So you go from like 
kind of playable to 17, which is... So if I start, if I try to play more than one note at a time, it's not possible. So if you play like, if you start playing single note stuff on the lower strings, it it sounds kind of okay, but number eighteen. So it's got more of a synthy vibe now, kind of synthy, not really usable still as a synth. Yeah, this is what you got. If you play power chords, this is what it sounds like. And it'll go forever. Number 19, very similar, and it starts scooping those mids and getting rid of uh, all the guitar goodness, I feel. This is number 20, where everything just falls apart. So some people were saying, because uh, I posted a video of this with just the samples, same riff, uh, same pickup and then different samples so you can kind of see what the difference is uh so i posted it and some people saying by number 20 um they kind of enjoyed it because the fuzz it had that fuzz element that the camper doesn't really do by itself or it doesn't have any effects that do and to a point i agree <laughs> but it's missing all those mid frequencies that the fuzz would kind of give you It'll do that kind of stuff, and you know the two notes are fighting for all this attention. So by number twenty, you can't really play more than one note at a time, and every note's fighting for attention. I mean that that's got its own beauty in itself, but so that's like a high power chord right there. So that's what you get at the end, number twenty. So I'll have all these profiles available for you guys. If you want to check out the sample video I did, uh, just head on to the YouTube, uh, the Heavy Reverb YouTube channel. And yeah, that's that's what we've got. That's that's what happens when you profile the amp, uh, profile the Kemper over and over again. And I mean, I, I got the idea from well, I had the idea initially, and then I saw someone post a this guy that screenshotted a an Instagram photo ninety times and kind of showed that. In theory, digital digital replication is perfect, but not really because after like 90 times, it was all falling apart, like the photo was. So I was wondering, I was like, I'll do the same with the Kemper and see how, you know, how far I can get it before it starts sounding broken. So we made it to 20. If you want to do the experiment and make it over 20, let me know. But that's what that's what kind of happens. That's That was the result of um, reprofiling the profiler. 20 times so i'll have all these i mean some of the tones some of the guys were saying number six and seven were quite nice and they'd like to use those and then uh, some people wanted to use number 20 and i mean if you experimented with it you might be able to use the stomp effects on the kemper 
I haven't done it yet. I might do it today. You, but you might might be able to EQ it a certain way and stick a drive on it and make it like a, a nice fuzzy tone. But yeah, I'll leave that up to you guys. If I find anything interesting, I shall let you know. But yeah, that's that's what I've been doing. Thought I'd just do an experiment with uh, the two Kempers. Generally, if I've got an idea in my head, I try to act on it because you just you just end up procrastinating about stuff and not actually doing. Uh, you think about it too much and you don't do. So I've chosen just uh, just to do stuff. I've got something on my head, in my mind, just do it. And the next thing I've got for you guys, and I have all this stuff on the, in the description. I started making a guitar transition pack. So mainly I was thinking of uh, video editors and like, cause I do, I do a bit of video editing myself and I try to write the music to all the videos I do. But I was trying to think of, oh, who could use the transition pack? So I saw some guys on YouTube, they had like some wooses and, you know, pops and stuff like that that you'd use in a, in a video. But I thought it'd be cool to make a pack that video editors can use and then podcasters as well, you know, the little transitional cuts. Recently, I had someone ask for like a custom made track. So I made that for them. And they were like, oh, can I get some transition tracks for my uh, podcast? I was like, yeah, cool. So I took some of the some of the parts from the track and made them into like two, three, maybe seven second transitions. So I did that and I thought it was really cool to make a transition back. So I'll have the description in the, well, the link in the description with all those. I'll show you guys some of them right now. Some of them are quite something you'd see in Friends and like those kind of TV shows, and some other ones are a bit more elaborate, some dreamy ones. Uh, but yeah, this is what I came up with. Yeah, those were some of the transitions. Uh, some of them you might like, some of them you might be like, oh, that's not for me. But I, I try to make um, some guitar synthy transitions for you guys to use. Now, the cool thing is, uh, since the last time I did a podcast, a few updates have happened, not necessarily gear-wise, but um, the H9, for example, released really cool algorithm called Hot Sauce. Now, the Hot Sauce makes your guitar sound like a synth. That's pretty cool. Boss had a had a pedal out, and when I saw it, I was like, "That's really cool." But also, it, I can't really justify the you know the price tag on it. I think it was about I don't know four or five hundred dollars. And I'm thinking to myself, that's a bit too much for a cool effect or something I won't be able to use. And I mean, if you want to use synths in your sessions and you know whatever projects you're doing, you can just use soft instruments like VSTs. Like there's everything out there. Logic uses alchemy and all the stuff there is great. So my main thing was just trying. Well, basically, I'm not I'm not keys playing. Obviously, I feel like more confident on guitar. So I'd like to be able to play like a keys player, but on my guitar. So this is the algorithm, uh, and I released a, a video copying the Stranger Things theme tune, but just using the sounds from the algorithm so it's got heaps of stuff it's got 
residence, LFO, amount, attack, decay, gate range, envelopes. It's got all sorts. And this is, I think, yeah, I've loaded up. So this is one of the sounds. Yeah, no joke. This is a guitar. It's not. This is this is the. Um... Oh, actually, I'm on. Oh, oh my gosh, I'm on number twenty on the. It's like fuzz into synth. I didn't. I wasn't. I didn't mean to do that. So that sounds interesting. That is the um, profile number 20 that sounds a bit like a synth into the algorithm that sounds like a synth. But I'll do it with a clean sound for ya. So this is just a clean. That's just clean and this is what it sounds like with the H9. So that's that's pretty cool. And then if I stick, uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go to the bridge cut pickup and stick the chula on. And this is what. It... So it sounds. I feel like that sounds really cool. So it's got heaps of options. And this is one of the sounds I use for the Stranger Things uh, part. Uh, I think, yeah, so that was the, I did this first sound, I did the. That arpeggio, and then I had. Oh yeah, I did the bass sounds with this one. And I mean, when you hear a keys player play this, it sounds like, whoa, this is great. And I mean, it is. But then when you play it on guitar, if you kind of stick to the pentatonics, you can make some really good. You can get that. Uh... You can get that wheel kind of effect. The only problem with this is it's not polyphonic. So it's monophonic, which means you can't play more than one note at a time. So if I try to play two notes at, like, at the same time, so this is like a six one, if I play them together. So yeah, it kind of cacks out. Um, still a very usable tone, but it's not what you did. What you'd expect. So the two notes are fighting for for attention, but they can't be played at the same time. So I'm playing the clean tone is this. So I mean, you can make that usable, but yeah, it can't handle more than one at a time. So it's still really cool. But when you're playing, you have to kind of adjust your playing to not have notes ringing. So, so it takes a bit of discipline that way. And 
what I'm gonna do now is, so I've got this pre, I'm gonna put some delay afterwards. <laughs> So you make it sound really cool and I've been really enjoying this because I'll just do like simple, like your standard uh, pentatonic riffs and it sounds amazing. So uh, I did a couple, I think I did one or two um, transition, well transitions, guitar transitions with the synth pedal. So it's uh, maybe synth transitions moving into a new direction there, but hey, it works and it sounds great. So I've been really enjoying that. And I've got a few things I'd like to get done. So I've got a little book, all right, loads of stuff in. And I've got a few things I'd like to get done, well, in the near future, hopefully. So if you've got an idea, do it. That's my motto. If you've got an idea, do it. That is all I've got for you guys on this episode of the podcast. Hopefully you guys found some of this useful. Hopefully you can go and download some stuff and use it in your own projects. Follow us on all the social media outlets. So we've got Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, at heavy reverb is the handle give us a like a subscribe if you would like a positive review on itunes that would be super super helpful till next time have a good one see yous